G'day and welcome to Did I Just Say That Out Loud? I'm excited to be taking up some airspace with you or perhaps I'm just occupying your own airspace. This couldn't really have been possible without the encouragement of a few of my close friends. A charge led by a fellow podcaster, voice behind the self-proclaimed number one Uniting Church Youth Ministry podcast, work experience, uh, Braden French. With all uh, this name dropping and hype, I guess you'll be expecting a lot here. You may ask the question, is this hype really worth it? You may well be wondering if there are more names to drop. Maybe it's the title of this podcast uh, that, that, that's, that's uh, leading to something being inappropriate, embarrassing, or conversely, is it actually a touch of unexpected class? I leave you to ponder. Actually, you know, I'm not a big fan of people having a ponder. I mean, it's got its place, but when they verbalise their ponder, I get quite frustrated at times. I mean, keep your thoughts in your own head unless you want me to answer them. That brings me up more issues, um, such as, why would you ask me a question in my presence and not expect me to answer? Are you actually asking? I do get the concept of rhetoric, but... I feel a compulsion to respond. My problem is that I've become quite defensive of the subject. Um, Let me give you an example. Okay. So let's pretend that Jimmy said... Well, I mean, it probably isn't Jimmy, because Jimmy just makes statements that are wrong. He never ponders. But for the sake of this example, Jimmy says, Why do you reckon some people give a false name for their order uh, of coffee? And I'm either like, because they want to. Or because it's it's easier for the barista to announce uh, pronounce that correctly. But if I'm feeling like I have energy, I'd say, does it matter? Does it hurt anyone to use a false name to a stranger when they probably aren't likely to say anything more than thanks? The likely situation is that there will be a mere grunt or a quick, inaudible ta. Which brings me to the point where I say, Why doesn't the world have a universal grunting system? My formative years were full of grunts. Depending on the upward or downward inflection, uh, your grunt was widely, widely understood by the rest of the family as a yes or no. Three grunts usually meant, I don't know, but did you need to, you did need to use context to clarify it. Is it just me who has this issue? Many people in my life now don't get the grunt. Some think it's rude and others have a completely different grunting system. Anyway, back to the ponder conundrum. A heated or warming conversation can get started from Jimmy's ponderous question. If Jimmy just kept his inner monologue in his own head, we wouldn't be wasting time, breath and thought on such a minor thing. And now I'm worked up. Thanks, Jimmy. Sometimes I wonder if this world really is the Truman Show and it's based on me. How else could you explain how everything in my life revolves around me? I don't think it's just me who thinks that, but it must be. So getting back to me, did you ever do an assignment or project in primary school and suddenly take ownership of that topic? For instance, in maybe year six, I had to do a project in a project book a landscape-oriented book with no lines designed to do, designed to do projects in. Uh, that's for those who are keeping up with the trends of the, not keeping up with the trends of the 80s and early 90s. 
So we had to pick a famous Australian sports person to research using books and stuff, I may add. I can't remember how, but I ended up with Yvonne Goolagong-Corley. Since doing a fairly general bit of, uh, of work about her, I have continued my life with a very sensitive ear to her name. I even saw a tennis racket recently with her name on it and found myself self picking up with pride for my once focus on a project. I felt a little compelled to buy it as a way of holding on to my project heritage. I can't remember much at all about it, but there is a connection and I defend her. I'm like this for a number of people and topics. Welcome to our interactive segment, Talking with People. Anyway, we're dying to get to our first guest on Did I Just Say That Out Loud? In these sessions, some special guests will tell their stories, share some ideas and help me tackle some of life's hurdles. So today I'm actually talking interstate to a fellow podcaster, mentioned earlier, Braden French. I caught up with him earlier. All right, Braden, uh, welcome to the show. Um, I, I, I want to thank you for coming on because you're you know, one of the big motivators of me uh, getting this podcast off the ground. Uh, before we get going, can you just introduce yourself a little bit and uh, you've got time to give yourself a bit of a free plug? Oh, uh, thanks, mate. It's, a, it's an honour to be part of the show here. Um, I, I used to live in Sydney. I've moved down to uh, sort of the northern regions of Melbourne. Uh, with my family, I work for the Uniting Church in Youth Ministry, um, and I am the host of the number one ranked Uniting Church Youth Ministry podcast in the world, uh, called Work Experience Podcast, um, known primarily for bad audio quality, um, but, you know, slowly, we're all on a journey, I think. Um, yeah. We're all we're all constantly trying to improve bit by bit, and that's probably true of most of my life. Yeah, very good, very good. Well, actually, it's 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 good. I feel as though I've uh, I've I've already hit a couple of those things. In my intro, I, I talked about um, how uh, you know the self proclaimed number one uniting church, but it's probably not self proclaimed anymore, is it? Well, to the best of my knowledge, and I've done some research. I'm the only Uniting Church Youth Ministry podcast in the world. Mm. Um, I, I did at one point hit number 41 on the global iTunes religion and spirituality chart, yeah. um, which just shows you how niche uh, religion and spirituality podcasts are, that, you know, you get a few hundred listeners and you hit a global chart. But, mm. um, yeah, look, it's, it's, it's a privilege and a burden that I don't take lightly. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Now, I, I encourage all my listeners, um, you know, based on that uh, obvious self, uh, you know, self-proclaimed synopsis of, of your uh, of your own podcast to get on board, but I do wonder whether there are any other followers of my own podcast uh, who are not actually subscribed to that already. I, I, are you subscribed to your own podcast or you don't need to be, I suppose? Um, I do get an alert because I um, set it to publish the mm. night before and then I get an alert when it's live in iTunes. So um, I also wrote a review of my own podcast um, because I was just desperate for any sense of mm. um, acclaim and 
an interest, so I was willing to um, debate myself to do that. Yeah, well, well the, the first thing I really wanted to talk about about you with uh, about with you was about podcasts. You know, what's the deal with podcasts? And there've been a few people talk about that. I think was it Kitty Flanagan was talking about it on the weekly. Uh, yeah, yes. There's a bit going on there, but. <clears throat> I think I did. I even I, I think I wrote a review for your podcast. You did, I believe. I I actually think I wrote a review before I listened to it, so I'm not sure. You know, it's probably yep. up there with with yours. It's it's not necessarily an accurate one, but you know, it's good to get a bit of feedback, I suppose. Or uh, for, we love it. Yeah. We love it. Any yeah. feedback, yeah. Yeah. Now I've got a burning question. Re- recently, I uh, my family and I had the uh, the privilege of staying in your 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 house down below the border. Yes, and um, I, I believe I believe the deal was you can stay for free if you will interview me on your podcast. That was, was so some, I guess we're square. That's right, yeah, we're job done. Um, yeah. But what, one of the things I wanted to bring up is the fire pit. Um, yeah. Uh, for, the, for those listeners uh, tuning in, um, down in, down in the, the below the border areas of our nation, and I, I sort of feel as though New South Wales is our nation in many ways. But that's that's another topic. Um, it does get cool, and the need for a fire pit, you know, was was great some of those evenings. Um, yeah, and it did provide you know a good time of laughter and fun. But um, I, I I just want to paint a bit of a picture. Uh, I. You might interrupt and you know answer this. Uh, you add to this story as, as we go. But your uh, fire pit is a, a classy looking thing. Um, yeah, it's sort of more a piece of art, I'd say. Is yeah, it's um, it's, it's definitely an impressionist fire pit, I would say. Mm, right now, I just want to jump forward to well, just the other day, I went around to a uh, a mate's house and and he had he had a fire pit in his backyard and it was actually he didn't go far to purchase that he actually got that out of the out of an old uh washing machine you know the old washing machine tub yes great yep and and i sat around that and i thought oh, if only this is what happened in victoria because that was the warmest fire pit i've ever been around so what is is your fire pit my question here is is your fire pit for the sake of warmth or for artistic um, purposes? Um, look, we've definitely uh, we've definitely lent more towards the the visual impression rather than any sort of warming impression. Yeah. Um, the idea of a recycled washing machine drum, mm. um, as you speak it, or um, you know, some people are known to cut an old. You know, petrol drum in half. Yeah, they—they're uh, probably the preferred methods, um, both economically and you know, and in, in the provision of temperature. However, um, you know, the French people say you eat with your eyes, and I'm testing the theory that you are warmed by your eyes. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. I mean, it didn't take away from the fun, did it? Yeah. That's right. And yeah. and you know, the state ours is. It's, you know, it's probably two feet off the ground. It's got, you know, so, and we've got young children. So it's, mm. it's, it's a, maybe a safer option too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, well you're, you're probably right. Yeah, there, there is no real correct answer, I suppose, in in this. Just trying to get the feel for it, trying to spread the word and, and let people... Oh, I appreciate it. And I mean, you've exhausted the, the pun on burning issues and fire. Mm. 
Yeah, well, I feel as though I did that like to start it off, and yeah. it didn't really go anywhere from there. But that, that's that's fine. Now, um, your short time living, you know, this is what a couple of months you've been in 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 uh, in the land of yeah, Vic. Yeah, yeah, just, just three months. Just just one more uh, question before we have to leave: uh, driving, driving in Victoria. Are the drivers different? Um, look. I would say 99% of my driving is just on freeways and I, I, there's no discernible difference. Mm. Um, but but driving in the CBD of Melbourne is unlike any experience I've ever had in my life. Um, they've got big roads and little roads and service roads and main roads and trams and hook turns and cabbies everywhere and it is just bedlam. Mm. Um there's, you know, it's it's a complete disaster um, to the point where no wonder they have such good public transport because I think the locals just would refuse to drive in that sort of central area um, for fear of their life. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah, almost certain damage to oneself or one's property. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it's... Uh, I'd say there's some distinct things about people uh, who live south of this, in this uh, state called Victoria. A sort of um, dogged tribalism around footy, as they call it. Yep, yep. Um, and they really love the idea that they do not give a toss what any other state in the country thinks about them. Yeah, right, good. Um, mm. Yeah, and... And the arrogance around their food and coffee scenes, some of it is well-deserved, but a lot of it is um, just making a mockery of fine dining. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, so mm. back to your original question. Um, not noticeable, although there are a lot more toilets on highway. Is that rest right? Stops, rest stops and service stations are far more regular um, driving around Victoria than they are... Um, in the New South Wales state. Right. Very good. Very good. Well, thanks, yeah. for, thanks for sharing that with us because I'm, I'm sure there are lots of people listening who uh, really have that, that, that those issues. Uh, yeah, you know, definitely. Uh, yeah, and, and so it's good to have some of those things cleared up. Look, well, I mean, if you, if you get a dodgy sausage roll from a truck stop or something, mm, mm. or as they like to call them down here, dim sims, a few dimmies, yeah. you might need to know where your next facilities are. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, there's some comfort in that. Yeah, yeah, excellent, excellent. All right, well, thanks for your time, Braden. Um, I'll uh, I'll have to leave it there because you know this this uh, this episode is filling up. Um, no, it's a, it's a pleasure. I understand. Thank but, you so much. But uh, it's good to have you. Yes, uh, all the best, and uh, I hope you get uh, maybe one or two more followers linking on as uh, oh, look, you know from mine. Look, uh, we'd be we'd be honoured to have them on board. Excellent. All right. All the best. Cheers. Thanks, uh, thanks, Braden, for that uh, that segment. Uh, it was excellent to have you on board. Now it's time to end the show here, and uh, our next episode we'll be trying to work out a little bit more about life. Maybe uh, delve into some deeper, more controversial topics, and we'll just see how people respond to that. We'll also have another guest and we'll try to 
have a bit of banter about uh, a few more uh, ideas that get brought up. And I know there are a couple of people who have suggested things for this, so we will, uh, we'll see how that, where that takes us. So thanks for listening, even if you didn't want to, and uh, we'll see you next time. See ya.